0: I've been waiting a long time for this on talk. No shock. And now from the Emerald City of Seattle, it's the Mike Cybert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, transformers, independent artists, interviews, transformers, and stuff and things. Also, sometimes transformers. And now, here he is, the man that's more than meets the eye, Mike Seibert.
1: Thank you, and welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Cybert Radio like us on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram call the mike sybert radio voicemail hotline 231-224 mike again that's 231-224-6453 and right into the mailbag mike sybert radio at gmail.com and this week I recap Jet City Comic Show 2019, and my special guests are Avia Cosplay, Eric Mannix, and Lynn Zaps from the Cosplay Land Podcast. In fact, actually, this kind of acts as sort of a uh, issue uh, issue zero, episode zero of uh, the rebooted, soon to be rebooted Cosplay Land uh, Podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the complications that go with being part of the cosplay photography community. Uh, over Overcoming social anxiety and how to be your best self. Plus, the traditional Mike Seibert Radio interview questions. All of that and more on this all new episode of Mike Seibert Radio. But first, let's kick things off with some shout outs. Shout-out. Alright, so real quick, I wanted to thank again Brian and James for inviting me to be a part of the 10th anniversary celebration of Jet City Comic Show. Uh, having um, a table at a show, a, at a comic convention, was a, a, a completely different experience, uh, and it was a lot of fun, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, I also want to quickly shout out my neighbors and pod bros, Nick and Dyer, from the Northwest Nerd Podcast as well as Scott and his Bumblebee car. Uh, Both of them helped me uh, be a little more visible in uh, in our little particular corner of the show floor. Um, And I've also got a shout out Ant from tfu.info and the guys from the Autopod Decepticast uh, for sending me flyers to share at the table, as well as my uh, alma mater. I guess that's what it is. I graduated from college there at Green River. Anyway, um, uh, as well as uh, 89 Nine point nine KGRGFM for giving me flyers and bumper stickers as well. It kind of made the, uh, the the Mike Seibert radio table uh, seem a bit more full other than just uh, uh, dumb dumb suckers and my business cards. Um, anyway, um, I also want to thank my dude Steve Strout and Ben Harpold for stopping by the table as well, as well as a bunch of other friends that I'm sure I don't remember off the top of my head as I'm recording in the middle of the night. But coming up, up, next, it's my interview with the folks from the Cosplayland podcast, recorded live at the Mike Seibert Radio podcast table on the show floor at Jet City Comic Show 2019. So you will hear a little bit of uh, ambience because, you know, it's it's uh, basically you're in in a a giant airplane hangar you know at the uh tacoma convention center so it'll be uh some of the the usual ambience that you've come to enjoy with uh these uh um uh, convention interviews and stick around after the interview for more of my convention recap and more you've
0: heard what mike thinks now tell him what you think on facebook twitter and instagram at mike Cybert radio
1: Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, and we are here live at the Jet City Comic Show. Anybody out there, uh, uh, let us know that you're real. Give me a woo-hoo or something. A woo Perfect. I, that love, was, it. That was I love it. I love it. Enthusiastic. The goddamn owls, that was. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know Mexico. what that was. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Well, we are here at the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast table, uh, right back by uh, Scott's Bumblebee car next to our uh, Good Neighbors of the Northwest Nerd Podcast. Check those folks out if you haven't yet. But I've got some really cool folks here at uh, my table, a combination of new friends and old friends. Uh, give it up for all the folks from the Cosplay Land Podcast. How uh, how y'all doing?
2: Doing real good, Mike. Thank you. Also, you just called me old. You son of a bitch.
1: Well, I mean, you're it's accurate. <laughs> it's totally you're accurate. You're not wrong. All right, so so I have three folks here. You already heard from my dude Manix who uh, loves the mic. He loves the mic. <laughs> it's, the mic loves him. And
3: the mic loves
1: him. Exactly. As do we. So, why don't we uh, why don't we go uh, down the table starting at the end over there. Why don't you introduce yourself and uh, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself?
3: What's up? I am Mary, uh, aka Avia Cosplay on uh, all of the social medias. Um, I am a primarily a cosplayer, now a podcaster. What is my life? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm just here being a noob, trying not to geek out. Yeah, I
2: love it. Uh, yeah, I'm Eric Mannix. Uh, I've been on Mike's show before. I've been mentioned on Mike's show before because me and Mike are like homie Bros. Uh, used to do a show called Out of the Fridge. Now I do cosplay land and I'm still kind of my mind about it. Uh, Here doing some photography today. We got a panel later. And uh, right now we're recording with my dude, Mike, because I love it.
0: Nice, nice. Uh,
4: Hello, I'm Lindsay. Uh, I'm Apps on everything other than Facebook. That's for old people.
1: It's Um, true. As an old person, I can confirm. Um,
4: I'm here with my parents today. Uh, Yeah, living my best life.
1: All right. So, uh, so... Lindsay, you you sound super nervous. Do you do, you do this uh, podcasting stuff?
4: I don't like people. I don't like talking. I'm just here.
1: So no. very good. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll we'll try not to make things uh, uh, too terribly painful for you. But uh, uh, thanks for thanks for coming out. So, what what is Cosplay Land? Let's talk about that. Let's start with that.
2: Cosplay Land is a podcast about cosplay, photography, con life. And uh, just kind of geeky life in general. Uh, I started the show because we're all friends and we kind of hang out at cons anyway. And uh, the idea was just uh we already stand around talking about our experiences at the cons and like the fun shoots that we did and the stories and the cool people we met. And I don't know, maybe it's just because I like hearing my own voice, that's certainly possible. But I thought, let's do a podcast. It's just like literally the same conversations that we're standing around having anyway. You know, instead of just having a coffee in my face, let's also have a mic. And then we just yeah. talk about it because, you know, I found that, you know, I worked at the comic store and people would ask how how my con went. And I found myself telling the same stories over and over again. Yeah. And people seemed into it, though. So I was like, well yeah, I mean, I don't need a reason to podcast. I love podcasting. So, <laughs> I mean, I, well, I was going to do it anyway. But um, as far as why uh, the two ladies here wanted to be on, I'll let them answer that one. Absolutely.
3: I don't know if want is the word. <laughs> you asked. I said yes because I love you.
2: That, I can be persuasive that's yeah
4: yeah that's why yeah.
2: And, Same <laughs> yeah. with Lindsay.
4: I'm I, I just said fuck it I was like you know what I ain't got nothing better to do and I'm trying to avoid school so this, this is it this is this is where I'm at
2: uh so I can say the reason I went with Mary and Lindsay as far as people that I wanted to be regular co-hosts on the show Mary is the model that I shoot with the most honestly um <laughs> uh, it uh I, it wasn't an intentional thing, it was just at first that Mary was willing, I live in Olympia and a lot of the people right. I work with live in Seattle, so I often go to Seattle for shoots, but Mary was willing to make the drive to Olympia and a lot of people weren't. And uh, we developed a friendship and uh, I realized that a lot of my favorite uh, photos were of her. If you look on my Instagram, it's Avia cosplay quite a bit. Um, yes, yeah, so we worked really well together. Um, and so it was a natural fit yeah. when I was looking to kind of rebrand the show that mary was going to be someone that i wanted to be on and then Lindsay is often uh my second shooter uh because i love that i'm not a competitive person i love to have other photographers at my shoots i rarely shoot one-on-one um it's just not as fun I, to me it's a social thing yeah and yeah. uh i love Lindsay's work uh i love having her she's uh, she's a lot more into like photoshop and stuff and she's really good at it and i'm not and so i i love to like shoot with the same models in the same locations and see how her stuff will look so wildly different and it'll look so amazing. And uh, that just spurs me on creatively, you know, and so. With Lindsay it was the same thing, and so it was like Mary's the model I shoot with the most. Lindsay's the photographer I probably shoot with the yeah, most. Yeah, My my buddy Nathan Vincent, he also I shoot with a lot, but he's real shy and will not be on mic. So uh, I knew <laughs> well, I knew it was a waste of time to ask him. But shout out to Nathan Vincent. He is also a beautiful human and an excellent photographer.
3: You're awesome, Nathan. We love you. Love you, Nathan. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. So uh, so it sounds like it's a pretty well rounded cast and it kind of it kind of covers the various spectrums of things that go into uh, the cosplay hobby um, what about what you do specifically kind of speaks to you like like um, you know why cosplay modeling as opposed to say like photography or why photoshop instead of you know uh, doing other uh, doing other aspects uh, tell me a little bit more about your thing
3: Everyone's looking at me, so, yeah. okay, here we yep. go.
1: That's how you know. Uh,
3: Why why cosplay? Um, I feel like that's a very either complicated answer or very easy answer. And quite frankly, the easy answer is, I'm a gigantic nerd. Sure. And I like dress up. And yeah, that's pretty much it. But um, the slightly more complicated answer is because of, well, number one, the kids. <clears throat> I love having child interaction when I'm in cosplay because it's the best thing ever. The the possibility of making that kind of an impact in a child's life. And for example, I'm dressed as rogue from the uh, delightful 90s cartoon version of the X-Men, which is the best. um, (laughs) And (laughs) I was at Rose City Comic-Con last year in Portland Uh as this, and I did not actually see them, but there were two little girls behind me who saw me and recognized me. And according to my roommate, who was in fact facing them over my shoulder, saw their like delighted little oh my god faces <laughs> and watched them make a beeline for me oh my gosh and was like hey hey turn around you got fans and i turned around these little girls were just standing there next to me like oh my god can we have a hug and it That's was magical it was, it was magical and that kind of number one whoever your parents were kids they're doing it right and two just being that kind of a hey guess what kids you can be this too, you can do this too. Like, it's yeah. okay, it's welcome, it's awesome, please join us, mm-hmm. is the best. And yeah, that plus just you meet a lot of cool people and a lot of awesome friends, and it's just, it's great and I love it. And I'm also like a super camera ho, so you know, there's that. <laughs> peace out.
1: <laughs> it, it, well, as much as Manic likes the mic, I'm sure you like the camera, so it's, it's that, it's that same type of thing. Yeah, it's that. Um, yeah, some of us are just uh, born with crippling vanity.
3: <laughs> man, just, it's a curse, my dude. Yeah, it really is. It really is.
1: I I, I feel 100. How uh How about you? Oh me? Yeah, man. That's all you T- tell you. Um, tell tell me about your uh, photo stuff. And... Um,
4: I don't know. See, I when I went into college, I thought I was taking like graphic design. Turns yeah. out I took the wrong course, and it was for cameras. Oh. And so I was like, ah. oh, I'm here. I guess. <laughs> uh, so I started, and but I've always loved to Photoshop because, you know, I ain't got no boobs, so I used to put my head on models and, like, dream of better days. Hell oh, yeah. So it was always nice to do that, and now, like, all these cool people. Yeah. I feel like I suck at taking pictures, but I like making lies. people laugh. Super lies. Lies, lies. Stop it, you guys. Lies. <laughs> Stop Receptions. it. I'm going to cry. Um, But yeah, so I make up for it and, like, editing it to be, like, a better photo. I don't know. It's always fun because I like to draw on a screen so it works out i don't know that's pretty bad answer so
1: so what is it then about say photo manipulation as as opposed to say um hand drawing like you had mentioned earlier what why does that um scratch your itch
4: have you ever tried to draw on a tablet
1: no (laughs) you don't
4: understand how hard that is but you know photo manipulation it's already there so you can make it whatever you want it to be you don't have to worry about like lines and line art yes.
1: which sucks ass but yeah it i got you. question sorry yeah totally no it's all good uh uh spoilers there's no wrong answers we we just we're just chilling man we're just chilling so yeah more uh the more open-ended uh, the better uh, so how about you, my dude? Because uh, because you're you're prolific. You do you do a little bit of everything. Kind of talk about talk about how you're Blade the Daywalker and just kind of like walk between all these different uh, geeky spaces and different worlds. Um, it's
2: it's a sickness, really. Um, <laughs> Ooh, <wow.
4: laughs>
2: so uh, I did I did my old podcast out of the fridge for four years, yep. and um, I love doing that show. It, it was like a job, though. You know, we did it for free, but as far as like the level of energy and work and, and money and things that I put into it, it was it was like something I was insanely devoted to, and uh, so, and it wasn't just recording. It was like multimedia yeah. of like writing interviews and um, you know interviewing people like cons. Uh, and then I, I picked up a camera as an afterthought at first right? because um, we started getting uh, media badges to these cons and uh, yeah at first it was just like cool well I guess we'll just bring an audio recorder and we'll just record this you know this cool artist this cool writer and I guess I'll just bring my camera so that I have something for like you know the Facebook page or whatever just to you know just have a visual representation and it started as as that and uh, you know, I had a camera just from you know taking pictures of my kids and stuff, but it wasn't something that I was super into. Um, photography was always the thing I wanted to get into, but I just didn't like believe in myself. You know, I didn't think that I was, I had a voice or I had anything to say, and so uh, it was just just my own personal thing until we started going to cons, and yeah, I just started to do it purely for fun, and I take my camera to cons, and then we just. I'd take pictures of just behind the scenes and us interviewing people, and I'd post them on you know Twitter and Facebook, and it was just a way to interact and get people to check out the show. And because again, even though we did it for free and just for fun, I wanted yeah. the biggest audience possible. I wanted to, people to feel an ownership of the show and that they were getting something out of it. And uh, yeah, and then I quit the show two years ago, and uh, it was the one and only year that I got media for Emerald City because Emerald City is harder to get than san diego emerald city is notoriously hard to get pressed for and the one year i got it i quit the day before go figure um (laughs) and uh so i was walking around with my camera and i had four whole days off of work at emerald city comic-con yeah in 2018 and i didn't know what to do with myself yeah yeah. um and so i and you know i have like friends that were that work the cons and so i you know i talk to people like yourself and and that was really cool but it wasn't until like that Saturday of the con I ran into my buddy Anthony who goes by Real Wade Wilson and he's like the best Deadpool cosplayer I've ever seen and and he's a kid that I you know he's a kid that I met at work at the comic book store I used to work at and so I really liked him and like I knew that he cosplayed but I hadn't really seen him in action before Um, but I I just happened to run into him and we shot for about 45 minutes and uh, that was the first cosplay shoot I ever did and it was just off the cuff in the middle of this con where I was kind of kind of depressed and didn't know what to do with myself, kind of just going through some stuff. And uh, Anthony was just so great. And he's such a ham. Yeah. You don't have to tell him to do anything. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't know what I was doing at all. I mean, like, I barely knew how to use my camera. I didn't know how to pose people. But with Anthony, I didn't have to. He just, like, he was posing and mugging for the camera. He was literally grabbing people as they walked by and and, ju- and having them jump into shots with him. Yeah. Uh, and that was fun later, trying to go through and make sure to appropriately tag everyone. Like, I don't remember who that person was. Um, so that was... Uh, That was pretty fun uh, and a very big learning experience, but basically I stumbled into cosplay photography by accident. And part of it was just there was a gaping hole left by, you know, out of the fridge as far as like that giant time commitment that I didn't have anymore. Um, But I felt the need to do something. Um, Because, yeah, with with my mental health, I have to stay busy all the time. That's just I have to, you know, otherwise I tend to get depressed. And so I just uh, I just work all the time. Uh, but I love photography and it's something I really I like to do and I find that when I go out, I have to focus on beauty wherever I go. Whether it's a person or I'm taking a landscape or a picture of an animal, I have to slow down and control my breathing and really like think about the lighting and like where the person is. Because I'm someone that's in my head all the time, you know, I'm just thinking a mile a minute and left my own devices, I'll just like worry about everything. But when I'm when I'm photographing, I'm 100% in the moment. And there's just something about that that's like really, really beautiful. And, yeah, podcasting, cool. and podcasting is the same way where, you know, when I'm in front of a mic with my friends, like we are right now, I've got to slow down and I have to stop and just listen, you know, and I have to be super <laughs> present in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And there's something about that that's like really beautiful and I just really love. And it's something that I do 100% you know, just, just selfishly for myself. The byproduct is that I've met a lot of cool people doing it, yeah. i met a lot of wonderful friends doing it, and there are people that enjoy it. But like, yeah, I do it 100% for selfish reasons. And yeah, I just, um, I started trying to set up photo shoots uh, through other means, other Facebook groups I was a part of, and like they always fell through, so I just started running my own directly. Yeah. And slowly people started to come. And then just through word of mouth, you know, um, I have this amazing network of people now. And yeah, again, Mary and Lindsay are a couple people that I've worked with a bunch of times now. I always know it's going to be fun. I always know it's going to be like drama free. It's just going to be a blast. Yeah, and I so look forward to seeing like their output, you know, later. Because it's fun to like, oh, you do a shoot. And like that whole day was fun. But then like, you know, two months later, someone will share a picture on Instagram and it's something that you didn't see. You're like, oh, that's so cool. That's what they were do- they- When they ran <laughs> off for yeah. like 40 minutes to do this thing, that's what they were doing and like that looks so gorgeous and so like you go back to that happy memory though of that place and so there's something about that that I've always like really really loved
1: well and it's it's come back around you know we we started the conversation with podcasting and you know as you said Mannix you kind of stumbled into cosplay photography and and again your your stuff is dope as fuck (laughs) it really is thank you it really is and um, very much truth and, and it's, been, it's been a delight for me as a fan to kind of watch you find your voice with, with regards to your photography. That doesn't even really make sense, finding your no, voice I think, with your I photography. I'm oh, sure it
2: does. sure it does. Yeah, no, I, I, the way, uh, photography is a misunderstood art. A lot of people think you're simply documenting something. And uh, I absolutely think if you're doing it right, you do have a voice. Sure. Because yeah. like I said, me and Lindsay can shoot the exact same thing the exact same model, in the exact same pose, and the photos will not look the same. And it's not because we have different cameras, it's not because we have different lenses, different lights, yeah. it's because we're different humans, yeah. you know, and we have our own aesthetic, we have our own, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and everything from your moral compass, your interests, all these things focus into why that you shoot the things the way you do, and then the way that you edit things the yeah. way that you do, so I absolutely think, yeah, that uh, yeah, you should have a voice as a photographer, and that's why yeah, we shoot together all the time because, like, I am a big fan of Lindsay's, and I love to see what she comes Thanks, up Dad. with. We did, well, we, we did a shoot, I think, three months ago. We did. We called it Baby Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah um, because was it was think. really funny. Uh-huh. I had two different couples. I mean, not like a like couple of friends, not mm-hmm. like romantic couples. Well, one of them was, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> I, I had four, I know, right? four different Spider Verse people that had messaged me separately, and they wanted to do shoots. And uh, so I said, "Well, can we just all shoot together, all, all at one?" So it was just four cosplayers, and it was uh, me and Lindsay and our buddy Nathan. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole the whole shoot, the impetus was it was there was um, there was a piece of fan art of Miles Morales Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen, and it was yeah. Miles giving giving uh, Gwen these beautiful flowers. And so uh, Mandy, of uh, the spider gwen at that shoot, you know, sent, sent the photos to us and was like, I wanna do like this, like our take yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that was like, the initial idea was like, yeah, we're gonna get a ton of shots at this and do whatever, but like, we have to get that shot. Um, and right away, I reached out to Lindsay because, again, I love shooting with Lindsay anyway, but Lindsay's amazing at Photoshop. And so I very much wanted to see what's my take going to be on it just doing it all in camera with just like lighting and positioning and interesting backgrounds and and what's it going to look like when lindsay takes it and does like a composite background and everything and it looks more like something that you'd see in like the Spider Verse film or something with sure these bright gorgeous vivid colors and like really badass backgrounds um and yeah it's there's something about that and that creative process that like really drives me and those are the kind of photo shoots that i get the most excited about where it's like you have one goal and then, and if you achieve it then that's a victory and anything else that you do and we got a lot of other really great stuff that day everything mm-hmm. else was just gravy yeah. yeah yeah and it was like and you look at the two pictures of like our takes on that fan art they're so wildly different but they're both they're both great and there's no like right answer and there's no wrong answer yeah. mm-hmm. i gotta
4: say i favor yours the most though i don't I mean, know
2: i'd say the same i like yours better though no, that's that's we're, we're just gonna be humble i'm a little bit for the
4: professional like lighting yum uh soft lighting
2: well it was right so Lindsay has so we shot her by the glass museum for that one Mm -hmm. here in Tacoma and uh, she has these great LED lights and uh, there's this dirty dank little stairwell that's my home it's like legit like a rat hole (laughs) but she was like yo man I got this spot and so we just set up and these poor cosplayers are on their hands and knees doing all these spider poses Like, and there's like crumpled leaves and water everywhere and like literal rat traps. And uh, yeah, we have them like with all these LED lights positioned behind them. so the this, this, this setting, if you're just looking at it, looks so absurd. But then the photos that came out of it oh, were some are, of my all-time yeah, favorites. Because they looked so bangers. good with like the lighting and the way that they were posed. And yeah. it was just, yeah. So I don't know, it was so fun. Because yeah, you can look in the moment, like this isn't going to look good. And then when you see the photos later, you're like, oh my God, like how? Yeah. But that's one of those, I didn't know about that spot. I didn't have the right lighting for it. Lindsay did. So we set up and it was amazing to be able to like basically being shoulder to shoulder in this tight little cramped space making it happen and those are like some of my favorite memories you it, know of doing yeah. that.
4: it really felt like we were shooting like a really bad porno down there it was <laughs>
2: we should so, have had, so had music, dirty.
1: We had music. yeah oh man that's nasty <laughs> that was the best
2: no we tried to shoot there like a month later for a dc shoot and it was literally flooded oh my gosh because <laughs> wow. that's that place is so dank it was literally like oh it's unusable today which is
1: too bad yeah <laughs> It'd be another time. Another time, maybe in the summer. Yeah, so I love this vibe that the three of you guys have. I mean, you could definitely tell that you're a really good collaborative partners and and kind of like being around each other. Um, let's what? uh, no, we don't. I know. No, right? we well, life. I was gonna life. say life. let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the vibe on the podcast. Uh, kind of uh, because every podcast is somebody's first podcast. Kind of tell us about what a general episode of cosplay land is like what uh what what can the folks expect when they when they download cosplay
2: yeah well well, this is actually fun because this is sort of a zero issue for us um i was working with a couple other people and that kind of fell through for reasons i won't get into sure uh just some some egos and stuff and uh i I, i like to live my life drama free as much as possible So um, I kind of just pulled it. We had only done a handful of episodes. I pulled everything down and I just kind of hit the reset button because I I think cosplay land is such a good concept. I didn't want to give up on it. Right. And, you know, I've walked away from podcasts before and I don't want to do that this time. I feel like this is my my baby and I'm really precious about it. And that's why, you know, I picked the people I did um, because I want consistent voices on the show. Yeah. And I want people that I love and respect and that I know know their shit. And uh, and they think differently than me, and they're, you know, yeah. Uh, So the vibe of the show is going to be what you're hearing right now. It's just going to be us bullshitting. We're going to have like a general topic, but um, anyone that's ever listened to any of my shows, I'm going to go off the rails. I'm usually the worst about (laughs) doing that. But keep
3: you on
0: track.
2: I was going to say you don't (laughs) say. (laughs) Yeah, Mary's the more organized one for sure. I'm not bad at all. But yeah, it's it's supposed to just feel like you're a fly on the wall. It's just like friends having a conversation. I'm not a big fan of having like a super regimented, like uh, from this time to this time, it's this. And like, right. there's all these sections and you have to hit them and you have to hit them in this order. I'm all about having maybe like a loose like all right let's make like if you're covering a comic book You should make sure to talk about the artist and the writer and certainly there's information that you should get out there Yeah, I've definitely I've definitely ended a show and been like oh, I forgot to mention our contact info So like (laughs) yeah, there's certain (laughs) info that you want to make sure the listener has But like it should also feel organic, you know, it should just feel like just a natural conversation and that's what it's gonna be It's gonna be just like this
1: Absolutely. I mean that's that's one of my favorite things about podcasting is it's basically like it's a conversation that you're inviting your friends to participate in. Absolutely. So that's that's uh that's that's just my jam. Um so uh you you tripped on something earlier. We were we were kinda of talking about uh drama and and a bit. <laughs> so and, and yeah, i know, go, Eric. So yeah, yeah I, so I well, mean I mean we could go there.
3: I mean, we, 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 can go there.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't want to necessarily spill all the tea, but I know that there's like there's like hot goss and that you're kinda like, like kind of here for the tea a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Right. So, um, so is there any like you know tea you want to spill Oh, with no a... dude. All right, so as we as we spill into hot goss, uh,
2: hot I goss, I'm like, I'm I have know. turned into Kermit the Frog, <laughs> uh, wearing the Lipton hat. I'm there yeah. right now. Uh, so yeah, I'm not. I won't go into details and give names.
1: Yeah, broad but, strokes. Broad strokes.
2: Well, and honestly, it's just in the the cosplay community in general in Seattle is very kind, very welcoming, very open. As a general rule, the vast majority of people I meet are kind and wonderful. I get tons of hugs and whatever. And like, like from doing that one shoot with Anthony you know, we did a second shoot like a month later and I met all these people. Uh, So suddenly the next shoot had like, you know, like nine people or something. And, you know, they were all perfect strangers, people I hadn't met before, but they're all like people I had recognized from Instagram that I was like fans of the work. And so that was like, I don't really get starstruck. Like, you know, like everyone's just a person, but at the same time, it's cool to like see someone that you respect and like you admire their work. Um, And so, yeah, definitely at first I was a little like you know, intimidated to work with them, but they were also kind and and, and, and and warm and inviting and like so great to shoot with. And for the most part, the shoots that I've done and the people I've met have mostly been really great. Sometimes you even become friends with some of these people and um, they're at least cordial and nice, but there's there's egos, there's definitely like people that think they're better than, than everyone. Um, there's definitely, you know, uh, you know I'm an award winner or like you know I get paid to do this sometimes um, well like I kind of I went on.
1: Yeah, like that really just happened I mean. I'm going to have to edit that out maybe but. please continue oh dear <laughs> man just, I just, well I, you know I mean I know a thing or two about a thing or two so I can connect it's, a it's been two two. multiple it's we'll a, talk a, talk more talk than once. it's a thing yes. more
2: than once more than one person so yeah it's just a thing man and like I went on a rant on my Instagram the other day because yeah, someone someone I shot with that was really nice was like, oh, like you're great, but you're like a professional. Like, I'm not though. Like, technically, if you're a pro photographer, that just means you get paid. That's all that means. Right. You can I don't get paid get, for this. I do not get paid for this. What? Uh, uh, I yeah, need like my money I mean, <laughs> I think right? when I think most, I think when most people say you're a pro, they just mean that like you're good, which you know I appreciate and I I do take that well, as you praise. you know your shit. You know. Yeah. You know the yeah. But, uh, you know, so for a lot of people, it's, it's just kind of uh, a confidence thing, right? Where, uh, yeah, I've gotten to the point where there's people that don't want to shoot with me because they're intimidated, and that's weird. And I don't understand that. I'm like, dude, I'm, a, I'm almost 40 years old. I'm a dad. I'm not, not cool at all. Yeah, I'm a good photographer, but I'm also like the biggest fucking dork in the world. Like, I barely know how to talk to people. I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, so it's weird that someone would like look at me and be like, oh, my God. Like, well, and then like, because I finally, you know, I started reaching out to people because I'd find, you know, people like in their stories on Instagram is a lot of how I communicate with people oh, now. Oh, sure. Yeah. And a lot of times they're just like, oh, I'm looking for someone for this shoot. I need a photographer. And yeah, and if I write back and I'm like, oh, I'd be interested. And then they're like, really? And they're like surprised. I'm like, yeah, like that sounds like a cool concept. And then, yeah, sometimes people will be like, oh, well, I wanted to ask you, but I didn't. Like, well, why didn't you? And they're like, oh, because I thought you'd say no. Yeah. Like, really? And so that's just one of those things that I always try to make clear to people. is like, look, there's no echelons, there's no levels. It doesn't matter if you've been doing this for 15 years and you get paid to show up at cons and you get to be a judge for competitions. And you compete, or whatever. It doesn't matter if you—if that's you, or like you have never done a con before, and this is your first time, and it's a homemade outfit that you just—it doesn't matter. It Doesn't matter right. if you're really wearing a Halloween outfit. Who cares?
3: We love you, any anyway. broad strokes. Every broad, broad stroke should be.
2: Well, you're, but you're—you're you're all welcome. Like yes. it's the—the the, the cosplay is it's for everyone. It's not—it's—it's it's not supposed to be this elitist exactly. bullshit club. And it doesn't happen a lot, but when it happens, it's always. Disappointing. There's just middle school drama shit. Like we did a shoot last uh, last January. There was a. I think it was like heroes and villains con. There was a con that got canceled last minute. And just like they just canceled the con, they just didn't do it. Oh wow. And it was supposed to be down in Portland. And people were really upset because a lot of people, of course, you. And this was supposed to be like the first con of the year, really. Right. And so you know, people have been working for months on these costumes, a lot of them. And then suddenly there was no con. So what the fuck do you do? So. We did an open shoot uh, in Seattle at Freeway Park, and the shoot itself was wonderful. Sure, it was so it was huge. It was the biggest open shoot I've ever been to. Uh, a lot of people I knew, a lot of people I didn't. Um, I'm a more outgoing person, so I make sure to like shake hands and say hi to people. Yeah, and, yeah. Like you know, especially if it's someone I like don't know. Like there was a there's a, a young woman, uh, Katie can't cosplay. She's great. Uh, just this you know 18 year old kid, and it was her She's first so nice. co- her, 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 her awesome. first shoot ever and uh, so I, I made sure to introduce myself and we shot together she had a great one woman that she had put together I literally fell in the bushes during our shoot <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun like you look great you look great Fuck? Yeah. you
4: do your job yeah so yeah, you yeah. know
2: my pride Don't. was wounded on that day thankfully nothing else was <laughs> but uh, so like you know in that case that was someone that like I had never met before only recognized it through Instagram but like you know, I took her and I introduced her to some of my friends, like my friend Charlie Lou, who's an amazing photographer, and he shot with her, and, like, you know, I, I tried to make sure, hey, you're a new kid, so, like, here's some faces that you can, like, know now. And I shot, like, the whole time and just hung out with people, and had, and I had so much fun. So I left that shoot thinking that was great. That was, like, such a victory. Like, felt so good. Um, and then, again, yeah, you get, you get home, and then suddenly in people's Instagram stories, it's, like, this sob story about how, people were ignoring you and like like not shooting with you and so you know i would start to private message people back and be like oh well i'm sorry that that happened to you who did you talk to and then every time it was like i didn't talk to anyone and so and so that's the kind of drama that normally happens is like it's just communication breakdown yeah yeah and most of the time it's that it's usually not egos and other stuff it's usually just communication failures and uh Yeah, because like I try to tell people yeah, I'm outgoing but at the same time if I see a group of like nine people standing there talking I'm going to be intimidated and not go up because I don't know if like they're all friends just hanging out or if they just want to shoot and they just they don't know Um, so yeah, you know I get intimidated too and I know there's people a lot more shy than I am and you've got to keep that in mind but then they also try to remind people is like you're at a photo shoot though right? So there's a good chance that people want to work right? Not that you're obligated to
1: but you know if you showed up there's a good chance that they'll say yeah but I think you nailed it though I think there is a certain social anxiety that comes with like
3: yeah here hi yeah. me yes yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, uh. well cause yeah I mean it's like especially if there's like maybe like one person you know and like eight people you don't it's like oh I know you but you're with them
3: yeah that's just mm-hmm. terrifying exactly it's well,
1: terrifying. And, and that's that's why I wanted to talk about that. Uh, one, because I'm a huge gossip monger, so I can't hide <laughs> that. But, but also oh, wow. just kind of more interested in the cautionary tales, like folks that might be listening to this that, you know, might be an inspiring cosplayer or aspiring photographer. And there's, there's definitely a scene, but I think sometimes, just because of the way folks can be, sometimes that scene can be kind of... Difficult to penetrate or get yes. into, um, mm-hmm. so I was wondering if we could talk about that for for a few before we close out.
3: Um, well, yeah, I mean, to be real, as far as being in the community, I'm fairly new. I just, I really just started a, like officially, quote unquote, cosplaying as like a public entity, air quotes, air quotes, um, maybe two years ago, and getting into the Community did not seem easy to me. It seemed like yeah, you had to know people you had to do networking, and I did not know how to do that I had no idea like where do you even start? What do you do? I don't know, but um To be perfectly honest you have to get comfortable with a level of discomfort Whether it's physical discomfort Because cosplay let's be real or even just like hauling hauling camera equipment around that's not comfortable either but also Yeah, I don't like talking to new people. I'm not a people person. People terrify me. But I wanted to do the thing. Therefore, I needed to be able to say hello, person that I've never met. Even if it's just like giving them, well, like with Charlie, just like eyeballing each other on the other side of a shoot. Like, okay, which one of us is going to be the one who gets up the balls to actually say something? Okay, it's Charlie. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's not me this time. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Save that for the other one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you you just kind of have to... You do, and because everybody else is in the exact same position as you are. Yeah. We're all either fangirling, fanboying, or we are nervous as shit. Yeah. You just, we all are. We're all in that same boat, and you just have to be kind to each other and assume, assume the best intent, I guess. Ah, there you go. You know, because otherwise, yeah, I don't want to assume that anybody's there being negative or being exclusive or being... I don't know. Mean, for lack of a better word, extra. And well, I mean, we're all extra. <laughs> we're all extra. That's why we're here.
1: Guy comes mm, with the territory. Extra yeah. in that
3: particular way that you were talking about. Yes. Fair. But fair. um, yeah. I mean, we're all people, and we have to treat each other as such. And that means giving a little bit of grace. And that means yeah. not. That means looking at yourself and being like, could I have been a little bit more, or given a little bit more, and maybe yeah, been a little uncomfortable and talk to a person to get a thing done that I wanted to get done because maybe they were also like who knows maybe that person even if i don't think of that of myself maybe that person's like oh my god i'm such a big fan they're never going to want to shoot with me oh my god yes oh.
2: so uh you got a story <laughs> well well it's a, it's about mary and it's a good it's a good oh, one i love um, it uh so i have a friend gil that um oh, i've no. known for many years <laughs> at the comic shop um good friend of mine but um my biggest pride as a photographer is that I've pulled in non-cosplayers, you know. It is. It's yeah. great to shoot with, like, the people that are already doing it, and I love it. And I'm so honored to have the friends that I have. But, like, I feel like my biggest accomplishment, like, socially, is I've pulled in people that wouldn't have done it otherwise. People yeah. that are just, yeah. like, friends of mine, and so they'll see my work and be like, damn it, I don't normally do this, but I really want to work with you. Yeah. And that's happened a few times. It happens mostly with my drama geeks. And that's an easy transition because drama geeks are already extra. They're already used to work, costuming and stuff, and makeup, and and so, um, so I've had very good luck with my drama geek friends. Um, But Gil is just you know cool, nerdy Filipino dude that uh, I know from the shop, and uh, he finally messaged me and was like, "Dude, let's do a shoot sometime." And I just was like, "You know what? I have a Halloween shoot coming up," Uh, and so I invited him to come on down. And, uh, And this was just last weekend, and again, I work with Mary a ton it was really cute like he thinks mary is a celebrity that's he, awesome he came up to me and was like he was like whispering he was like oh my god is that that's that's obvious cosplay that's like the one you, you shoot with all the time i was like yeah that's my friend mary like yeah and he's just like oh my god like he was fangirling hard he was like it was so cute that's so dope. like so i did I a bunch that. of pictures of just gil and then of course i was like hey gil you want to get some pictures <laughs> with mary and he was like just blushing like, come on gil <laughs> And he like yeah he wrote me afterwards like oh my god thank you so much but yeah literally like to to Gil you are like famous that's like he loves you he loves you so much and he he lost his mind like he loved everyone like his and everyone he was like so stoked but like meeting meeting Avia cosplay was like for him that's
3: so weird that's
2: yeah so what well, was, like, was, well, was weird what was weird he was talking about me too in that light and I was like you know me. Like, yeah. like you, like you, like you. Literally, have seen me at like work. I'm just like a dude. He's like, dude, you're still so good. I'm like, well, thank you. But also, like, I'm just a, cute I don't know, person? just, just a dude, Hello? just yeah. a dude, my dude. Uh, but it's so, yeah, it was so funny, but it was so cute. So yeah, yeah. yeah. There are people that are very intimidated by you and think you are famous. So well, I thought you'd appreciate that.
4: That's sweet. This, yes. this last shoot we did, Eric, the uh, casual Teen Titan one. Yes. They, uh, they pulled me aside. They're like, we heard you were gonna come, and we were so excited. I'm like, oh. oh. What? No, they were hype They were like, hyped. You guys, stop! I'm gonna pee my pants! Oh. I'm so happy! You <laughs> know it was. Well, it's
2: it's funny because yeah, like the the few times I've I've had to talk to people about them being intimidated when I when I ask them like why though because it's just me and I'm a nerd. One of the reasons given was the caliber of people I work with. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I work with amazing models. They're all my friends. Yeah, so I guess I just don't think of it that way. And they're all they're all people like they all like, you know, work at like Target or wherever. And they're just people and they have day jobs and lives. But like, yeah, their cosplayers are dope. And they're and I think they're amazing models because I'm 100 percent biased. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's yeah, at the end of the day, like we're we're all just human beings and and usually pretty chill and pretty friendly as long as you catch us on a good day. And, (laughs) you know, again, to me, there's uh, all uh, I'll work with anyone. I'll work with anyone, that's always my thing. My one rule is don't be an asshole, that's it for me. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I, I don't care you know, what your station is in life, how long you've been doing it, any of that, that doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, don't
3: and, be an asshole, don't be a creep.
2: And Mary hit on it, so like, uh, feeding your photographers goes a long way. <laughs> um, Charlie Lou, Coffee
3: of, buys love.
2: My friend slash <laughs> one of my favorite uh, photographers, Charlie, he can easily be bribed with food, it's yes. really cute. It's really cute. Charlie also thinks he sucks, and he's amazing. He's, like, one of the best, I think. But he's so, like, okay. humble. But, like, if you bring that man, like, a sandwich. Oh,
3: he's there. He, he's will, there he will love percent.
2: you forever. Yep. So, uh, yeah, because most of us do it for free, just for fun, for the hell of it. But bribing your photographers with, with, with grilled cheese sandwiches and coffee, <laughs> it's not required, but it does not hurt. It
4: does,
2: yeah. Oh, my gosh. And if you so don't right. know how to talk, you can literally just, like, leave a, a plate sandwich. of food. And you just leave we'll it there, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll come running. Yeah,
3: they'll, they'll come to you.
1: Leave <laughs> <laughs> with that. I love it all right so as we close out i've uh i've got a a few final questions for y'all and uh they're the questions i ask all of my guests a lot of uh, my past guests have affectionately referred to these as the job interview questions Uh (laughs) but uh so what uh basically i'm gonna ask you about challenges you faced how you've overcome them what's the dream and advice you would have for expire inspiring i keep saying. Expiring like that's a thing. It, I'm us, about to expire us, you, dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, Aspiring creatives. Pass the hell out. So, here. so yeah. we'll uh, we'll go each individually. Let's uh, let's start with Mary down there. Let's start with um, challenges that you faced and how you've overcome some of them. Uh,
3: my challenges have almost always been the social ones that we've been talking about, sure. just, and just imposter syndrome because yes. my brain is convinced that I suck all the time at everything, but you which I know. If, Thank you. Which I know is not true, but it's it's a thing, anyway. So yeah, it's totally a taking people at their word when they say like, oh yeah, dude, I wanna shoot with you. Hell yeah, I wanna yeah. collaborate. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. And like taking that hell yeah at face value instead of being like, ooh, they're just being nice. Oh, I don't know, Oh man, I don't know. Yeah. That's my biggest challenge. I'm still working on that one. Over the there, go for it.
1: We're we just doing each one individually? Yeah, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we do we'll it. typewriter. All right, cool. Down and back, <laughs> down and back.
2: First, I want to say, uh, so me and Mary talked for a while about shooting together. Yeah. Um, and what finally drove me over the edge was she did this amazing set of selfies as uh, Wednesday Adams with uh, with these skulls. And um, I don't look it, but I'm like a total goth kid.
0: <laughs>
2: um, I just am. And and she had this amazing set, and I was like, damn it, we have like we have to work together, like ASAP. We got to do this. Uh, and that was finally like for me what drove it over the edge so that's another thing i guess if you're like trying to entice someone to work with you be like what what, what you like you like x-mens i got some x mens like, i don't know you know that's the thing <laughs> Do, you, do it. X-Mens? well like there's people that i've worked with where like yeah the first things i saw from them were like selfies in the backyard because they didn't haven't worked with anyone and Sure. i've totally written them and been like hey your stuff's great like you know and they and the same thing they're like i don't believe you like no for real next time i see you let's work together it's been great as far as challenges for me it's the same as Mary honestly it's social anxiety it's and imposter syndrome it's real man like i know we're all these people but i there's definitely you know photographers that i really admire and i see their work and it's like wow like that looks like magazine quality yeah. like it's so good but then you meet them they're also like the nicest most like Hudson Michael is one of my personal favorites um, everything he does is like publication worthy. Yes. Like mm-hmm. the lighting is killer, the models, the poses, just everything. And like he's the nicest person you'll meet in the community, he's very inclusive, very warm, very outgoing dude. I love him to death. Um, and uh, like he himself is not intimidating cuz he's so like approachable and no, so kind. He's just
3: a delightful dude.
2: But it's 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 hard to look at that work and and not compare yourself to that, you yeah, know. Um, I know we did a shoot Uh, a casual overwatch one at the beginning of the summer and it was going to be me and him and usually like i run my shoots and uh i always say second shooter but to me there's no like hierarchy it's like whatever yeah Yeah. but like doing this shoot with hudson i was going into it thinking like i'm going to be the second shooter he's going to be calling the shots and i was fine with that it's like i'm i'll humble myself and do whatever he tells me to do and it wasn't like that at all in fact he was running late and he was like get started without me and do whatever and like you know, he took people and was doing whatever, but like, it was never this like, you know, I'm the boss because I've been doing it longer. It was just like, I love your stuff. You love my stuff. And just that mutual respect there. But I can tell you that like, yeah, usually during a shoot, I love it. And I have so much fun. And I get really excited. And I'll run over and be like, look at this shot. Like, you look so beautiful. You look so powerful. You look so cool. And like, so during the shoot, I usually like, I feel adequate most of the time. Um, But then after the shoot I'll start to like upload the photos and go through them and then I'll start to feel dread and I'll just look at everything and be like I hate it I suck and then I'll start to edit things down and then I'll start to love them again I'll start to call out because I mean realistically like like I know I'm a good photographer but you, you can take 600 shots and I'll maybe end up with like 40 that I like that I'm in love with uh and and honestly you know that's a lot of crap that you take but that's just the nature of it and uh it doesn't matter that i know that going in and there's just going to be wasted shots blown shots things that aren't in focus. just concepts you thought were going to be mind-blowing and then yeah. when you look at them later you're just not in love with it and that's okay and it's hard sometimes when like you get really in love with a certain idea and you were sure that you had it it's easy in those moments to feel like um, a failure um and i've definitely done that to myself where i've built up Ideas and concepts and like this one thing we were gonna do was gonna be so cool And then I look at it later. and It's like that's not in focus. It's not it's not good enough. I can't share that Um, And I think I'm harder on myself than anyone would ever be I'm sure there's things that I've cut that people would have loved but like I'm really hard on it But yeah, I get to the point where I love the shoot again and I get everything finalized and but every time I go to click the share button (laughs) I still freak out every time and it doesn't matter. I've been doing it for years and no one's ever said they've hated anything but I still freak out every time and, and think like it's going to suck. And then they start to look at him and then they like him. And then it's like that validation. But that cycle happens every time. And it's been like hundreds of times, but it never like fully goes away. In a way, right. I don't want it to because it's a humbling thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Your brain lies to you, you know. Yeah. You can know that you're talented and, you know, know that you're loved and respected. And sometimes your brain's still like, no, but they're just being nice to you. <laughs> And then you feel guilty because you know that your friends are honest, and then you feel bad that you thought that, see that's me though, that's my brain, it's real fun. So that's my biggest challenge as well is,
4: yeah. Very good. Thank you, my rat child. Lindsay got some coffee now. Woo! Nice. That's yeah. yeah. my bitch. Hey um, for oh, wow. I love you, I'm joking.
0: Wow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think mine is, I don't know, just jumping in and shooting with somebody, yeah, it yeah. takes so much effort. Um, but you know in the first like few minutes if i can't get them to laugh or if i can't you know have that like connection of like crackhead energy <laughs> then <can't> it, <laughs> then it's it's so hard like i can't bring myself i'm like ah i'm just being stupid or ah, i'm just being uh, a baby again and then it's like when i shoot stuff i'm like god damn i suck i suck so hard and then i get a good one i'm like ooh banger and then i see it and i'm like ooh no no, it's not no, a banger, uh, <laughs> no. and I, I don't know. I'm still so new yeah. to everything. I've only done this for, when was that X-Men shoot?
2: Oh, my God, that was like February?
4: Oh, yeah, that's when I started. Yeah, it hasn't even
2: been a year. Wow. Wow.
4: Yeah. And I've only done, like, photography for, how long have I been in college? Uh, like, two years, maybe? But I haven't shot people. I've just shot, like, my cats or trees. You know, basic bitch shit no offense Um, (laughs) but like people are so difficult and everybody's so like different you can't have that same connection you have with everybody else so it's like a new person each time it's a new like getting to know people that's why i really like working with people like i know or like i know of like Haley, who iceberg cosplay who just gave me a coffee that's my rat child like (laughs) i didn't even know her and we started dancing when we first saw each other see it's stuff like that that i like but yeah i also feel like i'm the youngest you are the baby out of everybody sweet sweet baby i I can't even i can't even buy alcohol damn oh Oh, my gosh your girl still drinks like a alcoholic but you know (laughs) i'm fresh out of like high school
2: See, and I'm, I'm the yeah. grandpa of the scene.
4: That's why you're my dad, say. bro. I'm, I'm
2: like old the old man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'm officially the oldest, but I'm close, yeah. for sure. Big yeah. dad energy. Over yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely Jeez. con dad. <laughs> yeah. That's Big awesome. con dad energy, for sure.
4: But yeah, that's, that's my heart stuff. It's just the people, like, I'm scared of everything yeah. and everybody, so it's rough.
1: Gotcha. So we talked about challenges, so let's flip it the other direction. What's... With, and this could be with uh, uh, photography, cosplay, podcasting, whatever. What's the dream? What What do you want to be when you grow up?
4: Don't ask me that.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, because of all of us, you have the most amount of daylight till you get there. Thank so you. I've That's gotta... the damn
4: truth. Yeah. I'm fresh out the womb on this one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give towel. Um, I know it's really like... Egotistical, but I want to get paid. I yeah. I want to get paid for this. Amen. I clean shit off of beds at my job. I it is nasty at a retirement home. Don't go there. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be there. I want to be with the elites like Iraq or Hudson or Girl with the Blue Hair. Like this bitch is like put on a pedestal, and then here is me. Just you guys, I can make you look pretty, please. But yeah, I want to want to get paid. Maybe some movie posters would be like Oh, there
0: you lit. go. Pay me a movie poster.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Did you right? Um, I <laughs> want to be when you grow up? I don't know. So I'm i 30, I'm 39 years old. Um I'm kind of a giant man child. I don't know. I, I, I'm more of an adult than I give myself credit, but, like, I don't feel like an adult. Mo- I don't feel like a quote-unquote real adult most most days most of the time. Um, I did just get an office job recently, so I have, like, technically a grown-up job, and that feels real weird. Uh, I have to, like, dress all business casual now, and it, honestly, I feel like I'm cosplaying as an adult, like, for real, because that's how my mind works <laughs> now. So I'm not, like, a real adult, but they don't have to know that. Right. I'll just Um But as far as, like, the dream... I'll, I'll be honest, this is it. I think I'm already there. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd love to get paid. Sure. Um, but I have a weird like I hate capitalism. Right.
0: And I, <laughs> I feel
2: like I, I've internalized capitalism for my entire life. So I have part of the reason I work so much and so hard as I do, even when I'm doing things for free. Yeah. Um, is like I feel like I will be judged based off of my output and my productivity, okay. even in my art. And I know that's just like a me problem. Um, but yeah, like to me it doesn't matter how many shoots I've done and how many times people have said they've loved something I've done. Every shoot I feel like I have to prove myself again. Like every time. And everything is new. Every time is fresh. And I can't just like go off of what I did even like a week ago. You know, like I'm doing shoots today and it's it's got to be like, the best thing I've ever done. That's yeah, what yeah. I tell myself, at least. I don't know if that's always accurate or, or <laughs> always true, but that's, like, kind of the drive that I have. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love... I, I'd love to be able to do it more, you know? Um, I Like, I have a Patreon and stuff. I have a few friends that, like, support me. I, I'd love to, like... To me, it's not even realistic like doing it full-time because basically the, the people that I know that have done photography full-time are like wedding photographers. And sure. honestly, I do not want to do that. You got oh, out man. of that game. Yeah, I tried it. It wasn't for me. And it's like, yeah, to be like a quote-unquote pro photographer, it's basically you have to shoot weddings and graduation photos and like baby photos and stuff. And like... I'm actually not that interested in that. I like doing art for art's sake. Hey, I like baby sh-
4: photos are fire though. I mean, I love
2: like my babies,
0: oh, and so
2: like on. I love like my kids. My kids, well, my kids are beautiful. Obviously, with my kids all day. Uh, anyway, you know, <laughs> I do it for like friends or something, sure. But like, yeah, I'm not trying to. I don't know. Like, I don't like being a hired gun. You know, I like doing what I want to do when I want to do it, and that's just me being stubborn, I guess. So like, I want to continue to go to cons and meet new people, and I want to do cosplay land and, and have yeah. people listen to it and love it. Um, I want to just continue to do open shoots and private shoots and everything in between and It'd be awesome if you know, I occasionally got some money so that I could buy like a new camera Eventually, I would love a Sony mirrorless camera Sony's not listening, but if they were
1: times. Alright, so the sound that you heard was the memory card on my recorder uh, filling up, so uh, the last little bit of what Mannix was saying about um, his uh, his stuff and his things um, kind of got cut off a little bit, but the um, but as we uh, very uh, briefly uh, close out here, I didn't even ask you guys about um, advice for the kiddos, so what I'm going to do is I have one last question I, I want to ask you individually, given all the stuff that we've talked about already what advice you would have for folks that are interested in their own creative pursuits whether it be cosplay, photo manipulation, photography podcasting, what advice would you have for the kiddos um, in terms of them doing their thing? We'll start with Mary down here.
3: Just, Just do it. Don't let yourself get in your own head too much and think you either can't for whatever reason be it talent be it resources be it skills whatever just do it just do the thing do the thing you want to do live your life that's all I got
0: dope
2: trust yourself trust your vision there's only one you so why are you doing it why are you doing the podcast why are you doing the photo shoot why are you doing that take on the character whatever it is there's a reason that you chose it and just have faith in that don't try to follow trends don't try to do what's cool because that's fucking stupid and that'll date anything you try to do just be genuine with yourself, and whatever you're trying to do, you'll get that following if you just keep grinding.
0: So, I love
1: it. Now, yep. being a kiddo yourself, I'm very interested to see what it, what advice you would have for your fellow kiddos.
4: Yeah, fuck it. Do it. Before you know it, you're going to be crippled, old, dusty, at a dead-end job, hating confirm. your life. I feel attacked. Okay. I feel <laughs> attacked um, right now. Just do it before you get there. Yeah. Eric's
0: not really
2: there yet. He's
0: still got a good year or two but you left. I'll take it. Yeah, it's too late for me now. Do <laughs> I'm done, <laughs> son. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Well, well, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. One last thing um, take a second and plug all of the stuff, all of the things cosplay land, photography, um, cosplay, anything you want, open forum. Where should folks find you out on the internet and connect on the social medias?
3: Uh, I have nothing to plug but this, this new project that I'm super excited about and into, and yeah, uh, look for more stuff from us because it's going to be awesome. Avia Cosplay. You can find me at Avia Cosplay, exactly like it sounds, A-V-I-A Cosplay, one word, on Instagram and
4: on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Yeah. You,
4: you, you. Uh, uh, follow me on lens apps at in- on Instagram. Uh, give me to 300. Somebody keeps on following me and putting me back down, Damn. and that oh, makes me upset. So, yeah, that's it. That's it for me.
2: Uh, Eric Managed Photography on Facebook and Instagram for my photography stuff. Uh, Spider-Man 4 is in production, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, follow Follow High Mountain Studios. That's the production company doing Spider Man 4. I'm going to be the vulture. It's going to be fucking dope. So, uh, they're also on uh, Twitter as well. Just search for Spider Man 4 and you'll find us. And, uh, yeah, and then Cosplay Land. Uh, we're on Twitter at Cosplay Land 2. And uh, we're on Facebook as Cosplay Land. Uh, and, yeah, feel free to shoot us questions for Cosplay Land, suggestions for themes, things you want to talk about. We're available and we'd love to hear from y'all. So.
1: Alright, well thank you all so much. And uh I know everybody's got busy schedules, it's a busy con. Thank you so much for taking all the time to hang out. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, sir.
0: You're welcome. No mail today. Nobody likes you. Let's show Mike some love. Right into the mailbag at Mike's at gmail.com. And of course the spelling on that is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. You got mail. Everybody loves you.
1: So Um, let that be a lesson, uh, to my fellow podcasters out there. You know, I, I often, uh, like to lead by example and sometimes the example is what not to do. So make sure when you're doing all of your final prep, you know, gathering your mics and your stands and fresh batteries for your recorder, you might want to make sure that your memory card is clear or you have a fresh new one, uh, before you think you're going to record and uh, think that you're going to record a lengthy um uh, episode interview um so that's uh that's your public service announcement uh psa the more you know oh and if uh if you have to record on your phone in an emergency like i just did um you know the audio probably would have sounded a lot better um, if I wasn't screaming into the phone the whole time. I mean, I, I I've I've come to. Uh The 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 acceptance that I'm a loud cell phone talker guy. Um, I've I've been that way probably most of my life. Uh, I I, I don't know about you, but um, anybody that knows me um, has heard me yelling in their ear like I don't even know how microphones work or something. I don't. I I don't know when I started doing that. Uh, Lucky tells me it's something that I've always done. Like there have been times I go out and take phone calls out on the back patio in the backyard and she can hear me clear on the other side of the house through the closed door. So um, yeah, anyway, loud cell phone talker guy. Um, Anyhow, uh, Jet City Comic Show 2019 uh, that was uh, celebrating their 10 year anniversary that was last weekend. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, it was my first time having a table at a show. Now I've I've uh, attended many conventions. You know, you've heard me talk about in the past, uh, Emerald City Comic Con here in Seattle, uh, many times. And more recently, as I've uh, become more involved with the Transformers fandom, you know, I I've traveled to several different uh TF cons as well as Side Fest Northwest, uh, right here um in uh, you know, the Pacific Northwest's own uh Transformers fan convention. Um so um, you know, and duh and just jet city comic show um, a number of times as well so i'm not new to the convention scene uh but i am new to being quote unquote on the other side of the table and it was a lot of fun but it was different um it was uh, it was a different um uh j- just kind of like a different viewpoint different perspective uh now you've heard me do interviews from the show floor before in previous convention episodes, uh, but the the challenge I ran into was that the folks that I would have liked to have uh, connected with, and even some folks I did connect with leading up to Jet City Comic Show, also... Had tables at the show, uh, specifically more in Artist Alley, and unlike me, where I was just giving away dumb dumb suckers and and KGRG bumper stickers and 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 uh trying to tell folks that my uh, respect the prime CD wasn't uh, wasn't for sale, um they were actually selling stuff um actively, so I it didn't feel quite right to ask folks to leave their table to come over to my table, um, over on the opposite side of, uh, the, the convention floor, uh, to do an interview. Um, I, uh, I didn't quite think that one all the way through. So I I might I might reevaluate how um how I do things going forward, but I did have a really great time talking about the podcast uh with folks that came by. I got to got to meet a whole lot of folks and it's uh it's handy um and I guess uh, uh another tip for Um, You know, podcasters or or folks getting into uh, uh, exhibiting or something, you know, put out some candy, you know, I mean, one, it's it's kind of the uh, the time of year. But this was uh, this was a trick I I ripped off from uh, Radio versus the Martians, who I I initially met Mike and Casey at a Jet City Comic Show um, uh, several years ago, and they had a they had a little bowl of candy there, and and um, uh, lucky kind of. Uh, pushed that idea even further and says well hey wait a minute suckers you know dum dum suckers instead of just a uh, random candy and for anybody that follows me on the instagrams uh you know i i do likes me a post haircut dum dum suckers. so so that 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 seemed pretty on brand uh for the podcast but anyway i was i wasn't necessarily uh selling anything so i thought you know uh have a have a couple uh, tchotchkes at the table i you know got to um uh, meet a few folks uh, some other uh, podcasters as well uh, some folks that I'm looking to uh, perhaps do uh, some crossover shows with in the future uh, some creative folks dropped by as well um, a couple folks just came by and dropped off business cards so um, so it's all good in that you know I, I think one of the biggest opportunities for me there at Jet City was just to do networking and meet with folks um, but as I said it was it was just kind of like a, I, I, I had to kind of like realign my philosophical expectations, if that makes sense, because I, you know, I've, I've done press, um, uh, for conventions before and that's kind of like, you know, information gathering, getting interviews and just kind of like trying to absorb, the show that was when you're on the other side of the table is an exhibitor. It's um it's a little different. So now I kind of understand a little bit when I talk to some of my friends that are artists and and creators. And, you know, when I run into them at a show, they're like, well, what's what's the show floor like out there? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's rad. Haven't you seen it? Oh, Oh, you've been at your table the entire time. So really the only view you have really is kind of like on the periphery of what you uh you can see and you know kind of your social interaction comes from hanging out with your um with your neighbors which is which is rad but yeah it's just uh like i said it's it's a it's a it's a different uh outlook that i i hadn't quite um adjusted to even about uh, the time the show ended um but i did get to watch some of the costume contest and uh the buck rogers panel with gil gerard and felixilla and Part of the Power Rangers panel with Carla Perez and Melody Perkins, um, and and I did walk the show floor um, a little bit, uh, but I did spend most of my time at the table. In fact, I um I I kind of tried to do a uh, kind of like this Power Hour run through of the show floor uh, during the last hour of the show, which was an incredibly bad idea. Uh, massively you know between uh, between my age and my weight and and uh, and being mostly on my feet for the better portion of, uh, two days, I was, uh, I was exhausted. Um, one of the other things I kept, uh, forgetting that, you know, I, I had chairs at my table, so I could have sat down, but I just, uh, my, my normal default is to just kind of stand. So like, as folks were coming by, you know, I would stand and greet them. And, um, so anyway, yeah, I was, (laughs) I was bushed. Um, I, I, I thought, I was going to do some tableside interviews, kind of like in the last hour, hour and a half of the show, kind of like how I did at TFCon Toronto, but I just, I just didn't have anything left in the tank. Um, uh, I I think I was having some low blood sugar issues, and I think I think I just didn't really take care of myself as well as I um, should have because. Uh, again, that that different outlook, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I usually uh, stay very well hydrated. I've got like snacks and, you know, zip fizz and emergency uh, stuff and, you know, kind of take care of myself when I know that I'm going to be pushing myself on the show floor. I did none of that uh, this time because, well, I, again, I, I, I guess I was thinking I was just going to hang out at the table and and, um, anyway, you, you get the idea. I, I was fried. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I just, uh, I kind of ended up doing this, this, uh, deep Sunday zombie walk, just kind of aimlessly wandering down each row of artist alley. And I was a little embarrassed too, because I, I, I bumped into folks, uh, kind of sort of accidentally, but, not exactly accidentally, uh, but uh, folks that I hadn't been able to connect with during the show, like uh, like Greg Smith, who you uh, heard a, a promo for during my uh uh, Jet City Comic Show preview uh, episode with uh, with uh, James and Brian, but um, also uh, Blackie Shepherd and Matt Mayer Lowry. And I I just I just was not at my best. So it's like I'm kind of kind of stammering my words. You know, just like shoving business cards in people's face. Um, I I you know for for my viewpoint, I almost was kind of like a kind of like a, a out of it drunk or something like that, um, which was really crazy but I I was, you know, a little headachey, a little woozy and, and- and yeah, I was just I was just pushing myself a little too hard there at the end. Um, however, the upside of that is that I did meet a whole lot of cool folks, kind of during like that last run. Uh, handed out a bunch of cards, took a bunch of cards, and I'm hoping to connect soon uh, for some really great interviews. There's some folks with some really cool projects um, that I'm really excited to uh, hear more about and share with you. Um, so overall, uh, the the show was. It fun it was family friendly as always and it was a a really really strong artist alley a whole lot of great folks and some folks that don't make it out here to the Pacific Northwest all that often um it, it was funny though because i i had more than uh, a couple of my buddies uh come to the table uh the 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 podcast table encouraging me to chat with some of their favorites uh which i take as really flattering because they're like well no you should go interview this guy um, which again is really cool, but I, I hope to be more on my game uh, next year uh, for you guys and and yeah, I think I'll, I'll think I'll plan a little better next time. maybe bring a buddy with me to kind of watch the table. maybe kind of like split my time between uh, sitting there and then getting interviews on the floor. I've got a year to figure it out. so um, uh, but there were also a lot of great panels during jet city comic show this year but unfortunately uh, uh due to some kind of delivery issue with the printer uh programs weren't published which i was kind of bummed because they it's usually a great showcase for uh for cover art they uh the show organizers did do like a, a really handsome uh poster uh um, uh, that, that was really neat as well, but yeah, unfortunately programs weren't published and it made it a little trickier to kind of keep things straight. Like I, uh, um, cause I was at the table and spacing out. I, I missed, uh, Manix's, uh, photography panel. Um, uh, the, uh, Nick from Northwest nerd was part of a content creator panel. I missed that also. Um, and yeah, I was just having a hard time keeping things straight. Um, But, uh, jet city comic show did have an app through fan guru. Uh, but I, I just, I just kind of felt like the programming wasn't really hyped as much. So like basically like the, the panel schedule was posted outside the panel rooms. Um, but if you're on the show floor and away from there, it's and and you're not using the app. It was it was a challenge to kind of know what the panel schedule was. The only reason I mention that is is kind of like a constructive criticism because over the last few years, the amount of panels has increased quite a bit, and it is kind of something that's growing. But I think maybe it's growing faster than. Then the show can keep up with just uh, um, just one guy talking. Um, So I did mention the podcast area and my pod bros, uh, uh, Nick and Dyer, the Northwest Nerd podcast. Um, I want you to check out their show if you aren't already. Uh, Their website is nw-nerd.com. They uh, they had a a really great variety of guests drop by their table, including Jet City Comic Show co-founder James Taylor. Who you've heard here on Mike Seibert Radio um, a couple different times, plus uh, pro wrestler Ethan HD dropped by to give them an update and a follow up on their efforts to save Destiny City Comics uh, with his wife Stephanie, um, along with the soon to be previous owner Mike Fitz. Um, so th- and that was a separate interview as well. Um, so look for those interviews uh, sometime in future episodes of Northwest Nerd. Um, I. I, uh, I tell you what, I I almost asked those folks to jump on with me because I've had that connection also. I mean, obviously, uh, Ethan was on Mike Seibert Radio. Um, you know, we, we went over to King's Books and we talked about the Indiegogo. Um, and um, so it would have been um, a cool follow up uh, for my show as well. Um and it it would have been cool to get Mike Fitz on the on the record as well, but I I just um I I just thought that would be kind of lame. Um, kind of like being like, hey, um, so I know you were just on with those guys, but could you come over here and repeat all of that same stuff uh for me i uh I, I just didn't want to be that guy so um so um, but I do want you, my audience to, Hear that stuff. So, um, so uh, stay tuned to Northwest Nerd for um, for that. Um, and Halloween is this week, which means Thursday is going to be your last chance to watch uh, my former KGRG radio host Hunter. He is playing Brad in the Rocky Horror Show at the Auburn Avenue Theater. Uh, showtime is 7 p.m. Halloween night. I've got a link in the show notes if you want to get tickets if they happen to still be available. Uh, We went last week, uh, uh, me and my wife, Uh, the show is a ton of fun. It's not the movie. It's uh, so like there is audience participation stuff, but it's a little different. So like no toast, no squirt guns. Uh, but there's like uh, there's like a audience participation pack you can buy. It's like five bucks or something like that. But you get like you know a newspaper to put over your head uh, at the beginning of the show when they're going through the rain. There's a flashlight. There's uh, uh, there there's uh, playing cards that you can throw and a couple other you know kind of like a uh, live uh, play performance, a uh, friendly audience participation stuff that you still get to uh, do. But um, everybody is really great in it. And it, and it is uh it is a ton of fun. Um, also dropping on Halloween. It's the new EP from rapper ambush Vin called slasher music. Uh, you heard from him on last week's episode. It's the latest installment in the sci-fi music canon. And for more info about that uh check the show notes for that band camp link and again um uh, ambush finn was my guest last week and we talked about that and it's a, uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, time capsule because um he and i re- we recorded the interview um the the monday night that the rise of skywalker uh trailer dropped the final trailer But we hadn't watched it yet, so it's like it—it's like this. uh, It captures this weird moment in time, and we talked about like a lot of. Uh, Star Wars uh, speculation he's super deep into the new expanded universe uh, canon uh, from Disney and Marvel in the books and so yeah he uh, he uh, spoke at length about that and that was uh, that was pretty cool uh, but anyway go check that out as well as uh, uh, previous episodes of Mike Seibert Radio and that will do it for this week's episode thank you so much for listening and if this is your first episode and I met you at Jet City Comic Show. Welcome aboard. Um, Expect more of this. You know, it's uh, it's independent artists, it's me rambling, and it's, uh, it is a lot of fun. And if you want to listen to our past shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show. It really does help. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Dave Sanders. For my guests, Mary, Mannix, and Lindsay, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, make good choices.
0: You've been listening to to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at Radio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out bydoormusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production.